Today's Ringer NBA show, sources say, is ironically brought to you by Yahoo Fantasy Baseball. Really? Is that ironic? I don't know, but I'm so excited for baseball. I actually brought donuts in for our staff today, thinking it was opening day, but I was a day early. Major League Baseball opening day is March 29th. So it's time to start thinking Yahoo Fantasy Baseball. Flex your skills as a real GM. The new weekly lineup format makes it easier than ever. Use the set active players feature to set your lineup for the week in one tap. Yahoo Fantasy Baseball is the official fantasy game of Major League Baseball. Sign up now at yahoo.com slash fantasy baseball. Sources say is also brought to you by Ladder. Need life insurance? Check out Ladder Life, the smart and easy way to secure life insurance online. With traditional insurers, you can spend weeks on paperwork, broker meetings, and lab scheduling with Ladder. Get a quote, apply, and receive an instant decision in 10 minutes or less. Coverage can begin immediately for those who qualify. Get a free quote and learn more at ladderlife.com slash NBA. And now, sources say. We won. Yeah. <laughs> they suck. Yeah. <laughs> Time for another sources say almost playoffs edition. I'm Juliet Littman. I'm Chris Ryan. Breaking news coming out of Los Angeles, where we currently are. Isaiah Thomas getting surgery. Yeah, tough news for IT, who we talked about a little bit. He's his stock has gone up and down in our emotional Nasdaq. Would you put him on the Nasdaq? Can't even make it to the New York Stock Exchange. So I can tell by the acidity in your voice yes. <laughs> that sympathy is not at the top of your oh, menu come today. On. That's well, not true. Okay, not I know. Fair. I know you like. I know you like it. He was a great story last year. He's been traded uh, multiple times in the last twelve months now. He's been through a lot. It's and, less than a year since his sister passed away. Yes, and then today Woj reported he will undergo a scope on his problematic hip in New York and is expected to have an extended rehabilitation process is obviously pretty bad news for his pending free agency. But the Lakers apparently are pretty happy with IT. Yeah. Unlike the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I guess I guess Boston wasn't unhappy with him, but they weren't so happy with him that they were like, we'll keep you over Kyrie Irving. Boston made like a cutthroat move. They, yeah. they knew this was the situation. Yeah, Danny Ainge in a Chipotle somewhere just being like, this is what we have to do. One thing that's just really hard to understand is why the Cavs went through this trade. Like, they had the opportunity to nag out on it when IT's health came up. I think it was Dan Gilbert made the trade. Isn't that just the biggest mystery related to all of this? I mean, that's, like, my one question for Dan Gilbert among, like, many that one could ask right. is, like, why didn't you invalidate this trade? Well, I mean, I don't think he invalidated it. I think he actually was the architect of it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just weird. I, I don't know, like, why the, their return on Kyrie Irving yes. was so small. Although I would argue... Let's just say this. Okay. That the chain reaction of events that goes from trading Kyrie for Isaiah Thomas, then having that crap team, and then trading them for all these new guys yes. may have been the secret sauce that keeps LeBron. Because he has like decent pieces around well, him? Well, I think for more to work well, with, the like, Brooklyn pick. Emotionally, there's a reset on sure. the season. I think when they have their guys and they're all sort of healthy, they're pretty unstoppable if Kevin Love could just stop getting his teeth knocked out. Sure. And I think you could make the argument, you can make a compelling argument to LeBron, like we're rowing in the right direction. And sure. even if we don't make the finals this year, there's no reason for you to blow it up and go to LA or Houston or wherever. Sure. Okay, that's true. But I guess we should go back to the Lakers. I didn't, I didn't mean to... Oh, I was just saying that apparently the Lakers are very happy with IT. Yeah, Ramona was just saying on yeah. Twitter that they thought he, it was like a win-win for everyone. He was a good influence on their young players. Yeah. Um, one thing about Isaiah is he definitely seems like he worked hard. 
as we know, he likes to practice. He sure does. He likes to talk about that. Yeah. The sad thing is, is that like I, I was watching a couple Lakers games earlier in March, and he's actually had a really good March. He was averaging like around seventeen plus four and a half assists. The Lakers have definitely improved, and they were like five and six. Yeah, they were like an average team with him in the lineup, and like Ingram's been hurt here and there and stuff. But every time he hit the deck, especially with small guys, you're just like, are you gonna get up? I Does, feel that way more with big guys. Oh, I'm, really? Yeah, I'm a lot more fearful every time Embiid falls than literally anyone. Well, else. now, but you have, you know, Embiid likes to fall. Yeah. He says that that's good for him. Right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Doctor Embiid. <laughs> Thanks for waiting. Doctor Embiid is also working on my uh, my my bad arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just feel like with the short guys, particularly Isaiah Thomas, it's closer to the ground. You know, the fall is not so hard. Okay. Okay, that's a good logic, <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Juliet. This is Lemon over here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've got to add. Watches ER once. <laughs> Watches ER a lot of times. Um, what do you think it says about the Lakers that he was kind of like the secret sauce they needed? I th- think that it's really hard to have a team where all the players, all the starters are young guys. Yeah. And I don't think KCP was the, you know, the sort of energizing locker room factor. I mean, KCP's on a one-year deal. I think that there's like something to be said for the fact that you have to have a mix and you can't just send out like three or four rookies or guys who are playing for their first big deal and think it's just going to work out. Yeah. And probably, and and ironically, because Isaiah, I think we were all saying like, oh, he's going to go to the Lakers and he's going to chuck so that he can get like 25 a game and get a, you know, a Hornets or a Magic contract or something. But it sounds like he worked in pretty well with the system and he's been pretty funny. I've enjoyed his commentary on Lonzo Ball's jump shot. Oh, me too. Yeah. He's a supporter. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, never change, man. Be you. But I, that probably is a good influence for Lonzo because like he's a really unique player and IT's a really unique player. I also think that Lonzo is the kind of guy who needs another person in the locker room who's like, I'm happy to talk to the media. And Isaiah is very happy to talk to the media. Oh, is he ever? Mm -hmm. And I, I do have a lot of sympathy for him. I think he got a raw deal. Sounds like it was unpleasant in Cleveland. Again, his sister passed away. That's tragic. But my point about him and still is like all, most of this is actually an anomalous situation in the Isaiah Thomas 2017-18 campaign because most of the time that we're talking about him, it's because he's talking about him. Yes. And so that is, he is probably like a useful diversion inside of the Lakers circus. Right. Yeah. I think he's doing both a good job and a bad job of selling himself. Like, I, I think that if he had just sort of quietly gone off and just been like, well, I just got to like, you know, take my lumps when I came back. I mean, he's come back. He probably stayed too long when he was hurt in Boston and came back too early <laughs> when he was recovering for Cleveland. Right. So. Um, how close are you following Lakers social media? Lakers players? Not much. Because there's a, there's a lot of fun stuff happening. Oh, Kuz and Lonzo are really excited. Kuz and Lonzo other, right? are really... And then they also like make fun of Josh Hart a lot. Those three rookies really seem to like, like each other. Yeah. Le- at least like to roast each other. It's not surprising that they need kind of like a a veteran presence and not that necessarily like Isaiah Thomas like mentoring them, but it probably is useful to have someone who's like, guys, act like you've been here before. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So to go from a team that has missed the playoffs for the last five seasons Mm -hmm. or will have missed the playoffs for five seasons, the Lakers, to a team who's definitely making the playoffs, the Philadelphia 76ers. Congrats, man. Thanks. I I think I'm owed a buffet of congrats, not only for the team, but for my steadfast support of a particular player. Markel Fultz back. Yeah. I'm really yes. How are you feeling? Day, um, day is two. Is it crazy? I, I, this is wild. <laughs> but I would say that the joy and elation I felt on a short-term basis, like just in the quick second when he walked on the court uh-huh. and then started playing like competently, was kind of up there with the Super Bowl. Oh it my God, it was just, No, but just because of like the amount of people who didn't believe in him. Like, sure. Not, not very many people... I may be even sitting at a table with somebody who didn't think he would play this year. I'm shocked. I also was like, should they even let him play? Let him get Rookie of the Year next but year. But the way they did it was awesome. It was like a surprise album drop. Yeah, it was just like, it was like the Beyonce Midnight and drop. And Brown being like, 
I got an update on Markel, who's playing tonight. And it was just like, what? And then it was just really cool. I was, I thought that he has gone from somebody who I thought was like, the narrative about Markel was a little distracting. And I was like, man, like the Sixers still like, they don't know how to handle injured players and what's going on with him and how much of this is in his head and how much of this is in his shoulder. And what's, and it was like really quite moving to see like a standing ovation. His mom and his sister, I think yeah. were there. He got his shit blocked like multiple times and definitely doesn't look like he has all his legs, much less his shoulder. Four times. But he like had a great couple of jumpers at the end of the game, had some really slick stuff and didn't seem like scared or blown away by the moment. And it was like very moving to see how much his teammates actually obviously were like, this is awesome. Totally. I'm I'm ha really happy for him. I'm happy for you. I'm really, really happy for him. How awful would it be yeah. to be like the biggest bust in NBA yeah. history? Yeah. Like just so like I, I'm really sad for the UVA kids. Like I'm like um, the ones who lost. Oh. Oh, yeah. BC and like yeah, yeah. you guys are the biggest losers in NCAA history. Yeah. Like that sucks. And like I just am really happy that he looks like he'll be serviceable if 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 not more. He could be even an interesting little thing to throw in the playoffs. Totally, because he's he was aggressive. Like he yeah. was going straight to the basket. I also like really am in, into his game. I mean, I, I guess that's kind of stupid. But like I felt like he had like some hardeny stuff going on. Like both his handle. Yeah. The, the way in which he was like changing tempo, I, I, I don't think he's as good as Harden, obviously, but like I thought it was Yet. fun to watch him play. It was like a different look for the Sixers. Are you worried things are going a little too good for the city of Philadelphia sports-wise? Um, somewhat. Because all, all you can do is fall. Did Boston fall? Eh, not really. Boston were like losers for like 80 years. <laughs> and then, <laughs> not 80. Well, how long was the curse? Oh, because of Babe Ruth? Yeah. Well, I was thinking of the Celtics. I yeah, mean. the Celtics. Okay, but like Boston <laughs> were losers. Sure. And then like the Celtics came back and the Patriots and the Red Sox. So it's yeah. like, it's possible. It's uh, That's great. You're, yeah. just, you're just so full of hope and life. Um, yeah. Kind of like this locker room. It yeah. seems like these dudes like each other. Yeah. I'm still a little dubious about how Ben Simmons fits in. Can I ask you snap, snap right now? Mm -hmm. Give me your top three Sixers. Number one, Ben Simmons. Okay. Number two, Joel Embiid. Number three, hmm, might be Rock Covington. Okay. I'm going Dario Markel Embiid. But I, I still love Ben. It's just and Ben is is creeping into the top three. This is not like their on court stuff. I'm talking about just yeah, their personas. Yeah. So Ben's dating Tanache. Yeah. Which I was given the opportunity to discuss briefly on NBA Desktop. Thank, Fantastic video. Thank you so series. much at Network, Jason Concepcion. I am just so happy. This is our first NBA hip hop couple in a while. Yeah. Falls in the great lineage of um Brandy Norwood and Quentin Richardson. Interesting. Um, and the still together Shannon and Monica Brown. Oh yeah, they're they're just like forgotten in the history of like important NBA couples, but they're up there for me. Okay, and so I'm just really happy at Ben Simmons and Tanache. She seems like a lovely young lady. I like her. Yeah, she gives good interviews. I've actually like, don't know any of her music, but I've watched her on The Breakfast Club several times. Have you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, really excited about that. And then it turns out that when they have me um, team breakfast, a player has to give some kind of presentation. And Ben Simmons gave a presentation with a slideshow about his native country of Australia. Sidebar. What's up with Australia's tourism board and like what they're funding? So they've got Danny McBride and Hemsworth doing these like promotional fake trailers for Crocodile Dundee that wound up being like an Australia tourism commercial. Sure. Like what do you think the chances are that Ben Simmons' Australia PowerPoint was actually SpawnCon? Oh, interesting. I'm going to put it at like 20%. Okay. What do you think? I think it's like 50. There's a 50-50. He played for the Australian national team. It's not like he's not known in Australia. Sure, he's super famous there. And that that PowerPoint seemed really like clean. It seemed like somebody put it I together. I was wondering who made it. And I was like, the who's Instagram assigned? of the PowerPoint seemed like a professional photo shoot. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if it was like photo credit, the Australia Chamber of Commerce. Wow. I believe they're the same um, government that made Amber Heard and Johnny Depp do like a video apologizing for like smuggling some kind of animals outside of the country. Um, I was, I'm glad you brought up how professional looking the PowerPoint looked because it did look really nice. Also, Ben Simmons just looked really good in his Nike gear. So that makes me like him as well. But yeah, there was um, one of the slides was Australian wildlife and it was kangaroos in quotation marks. And I just have to believe that everyone in the room has heard of a kangaroo. If they haven't, We've got some issues. It's pretty good. Then they had dingoes, maybe less less well known. But like, I was surprised there wasn't like a marmite slide here or something. <laughs> Here's another thing I want to say about uh, Ben is that like he's so composed. Like as a, he doesn't seem like a rookie at all. Like he never seems too up or too down. Yeah. Like he seems like <laughs> right there. Um, and he's getting into a little bit of like I like the he can do a little trolling if you let him. So last night. There was an Instagram photo of or video of Ben and Carl Towns were playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which I guess is like kind of like a Fortnite game. Sure. Fortnite's having a big moment too, I guess. Totally. But Ben was playing and he was talking to Carl Towns on, I don't know, I guess it was Twitch or something. And was like, play with me, like play this game with me. And Carl's like, I don't know. I have to like, we have a game tomorrow. I have to go to sleep. And he was like, well, who are you playing? And he was like, Atlanta. And Ben's like, then you can definitely play with me. Oh my God. I love it. But also, like, Carl Towns needs to get his rest. The, the Timberwolves, we're going to talk about them in a little bit, but they're an eighth. They need to watch out. Trouble for the Timber Pops, as we've been saying here. Um, who do you think will ultimately be a more exciting celebrity? Not basketball player, but celebrity. Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons? I feel like Joel is going to burn bright and fade away. I think so, too. I I'm- think we're going to get, like, five incredible years from Joel, but Ben, I could see, like, in a, an American Express commercial in 12 years. Yeah, I just feel like Ben Simmons is more durable and um, has like just there's just something about him that's like effortless where Embiid's like kind of a tryhard, like in a really endearing way. Yes. Yeah. But I, I also just think that like Embiid, though, is like probably like the better person. It seems like he was really like a huge cheerleader for Fultz this entire it was, it time. Was so moving. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like the thing that's great about how good a basketball Embiid is that he just seems like a great guy. He tweeted <laughs> when they announced that Markel was playing, Embiid tweeted the Undertaker gif of him like standing up. Like, yeah. you know, it's just it's just great. It's great stuff. Covington pouring Gatorade cups on, on Markel after Bobby the game. Bobby Rock. Yeah. I love it. We'll be back to talk a little bit more about some of our favorite fascinations after a quick break from our sponsor. Sources Say is brought to you by the Google Assistant. With the Google Assistant, you can complete over a million actions on your phone, in your car, or around the house. For example, hey Google, get directions to the Major Domo restaurant. The best way to get to Major Domo by car is via Riverside Drive and will take about 34 minutes in moderate traffic. Download the Google Assistant. Sources Say is also brought to you by one of my faves, Hotel Tonight. I just updated my app this morning. Fun fact, unlike flights or other travel, hotel rates actually get cheaper at the last minute. Hotel Tonight partners with some awesome hotels to help them sell their unsold rooms, which means you get amazing deals. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe to book a room. No long, endless list of a zillion hotel choices. Hotel Tonight only shows you the best deals at the best hotels. Perfect for if you're busy or don't want to overthink things. Plus, you can book up to 100 days in advance in top destinations and up to a week in advance everywhere else. So book next week tonight, book next month tonight, book Easter weekend tonight. It's great for last minute getaways or a quick staycation, whether you're a planner or like to leave things to the very last minute. And with Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program, the more you book, the better the deals get. So start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels and download the Hotel Tonight app now. Now back to the show. 
All right, Chris. This is a big one. This combines a lot of my interests. There's also, this one spans years. Yes, this is spans presidencies. Are you in or are you out on Lord, the singer, being a huge uh, Oklahoma City She's Thunder, a Thunder fan? Buddy. She's a Thunder buddy. I'm super in. Super in? Yeah. Did you like Lord already? Yeah, love Lord. Do you think she factored into the Jack? What's, what's Lord's approval rating right now? Pretty high, right? I think it's high, but do you think she factored into the Jack Antonoff, Lena Dunham breakup? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because I think that's just like a major negative for her. But if you don't believe it, then we're all well, good. Well, do you believe it? Uh, I can't rule it out now. Okay. So where do you put Lord's approval rating factoring in the po- her possible participation? In Lord, that? music, very pro. Lord, person, medium. But okay. I really like her music. What I, about Lord, NBA fan? Lord, NBA fan. I'm going to give it a shot. I, I want to be in on it. I think it's fun. I also like that her... So Lord's from New Zealand. She's mm-hmm. a Kiwi. And therefore, she loves her man, Stephen Adams. You know, so she Lord broke onto the NBA scene in 2014. Yes, Juliet and I have this like running thing in our office that we talk about, which is Obama tent. Obama tent, yeah. Content from the Obama era that would just not really raise an eyebrow now because we're all like distracted by other things. But during the Obama era, there was a kind of. There was a lot of time to be wondering what Lord likes out of her basketball team. Yeah, and it was a time where like I feel like kind of girl. Yeah, and so this story was from 2014, and Lord kind of like breathlessly tweeting from her first NBA game. She went to a Bulls game, and she was tweeting things like, "I am at a Bulls game. This is so intense. How does everyone in this room not have a stress ulcer?" (laughs) I am such an outsider in this world of sport, but I feel very proud of all playing. The cheerleaders are doing synchronized movements to small pieces of drum-based instrumental music. Now this seems like, what are you, like an infant? Like, come on. You know, yeah, like, it's like, you, come you, on, girl. Like, Lord of 17, just because she's from New Zealand, it's not like she doesn't yeah, know what basketball it's a, it's is. It's a global game. Right. But back at the time, we were like, everybody thought this was delightful. How hilarious. Ha, ha, ha. I can tell you, you do think that she broke up Jack and Lena. I do. I actually really do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can I just, I hate cheaters. Okay. And I hate people responsible for breakups, so. Okay, okay. I don't know. I, something about Lord does rub me the wrong way. I just feel like. Jeez, <laughs> is this a new bit? No. I really like her music, though, so I just try to ignore it. Like, Supercut and, and the Louvre is like really just I two thought, songs. okay, so like for Juliet, 100% approval rating is Adele. Yeah. Where's Katie? Perry? Yeah. Probably like a 82%. Okay, because you're kind of a vague Katie cat. I'm a vague Katie cat. I'm worried she's just sort of a little, um, I say simple. I'm worried she's just a little dumb. But you, Which one do you think is worse? <laughs> simple. Okay. Being called simple is really mean. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I I like Lord. I I just don't I just don't think she's like my number one pick for like famous Thunder fan. Okay, who's your number one pick for famous Thunder fan? Adele, Casey Musgraves. Oh, that'd be a good one too. I love Casey Musgraves. Yeah, cool. Miranda Lambert would be good too. But I don't know. I just don't believe Lord will really like go to the finals with them. I don't think the Thunder will go to the finals either. (laughs) She's just like, yeah, it fits into my schedule. Yeah, but I I do like that Stephen Adams has a celebrity fan. Yes. So just to bring this full circle. Stephen Adams, almost four years later to the day, after wow. Lord first came and saw a, a game of sport in Chicago, Stephen Adams and Andre Roberson, his bro for life. Seriously. They're really tight. I yeah. think it's cute. Went and saw the Lord show in Oklahoma City. It was in Tulsa. They drove to Tulsa. Oh, really? Yes. Do you think they have a driver or do you think they drive together? 
I bet they drive together. I bet Stephen Adams like, I don't want a driver. Yeah. He's like, no. Do they drive no. on the other side of the street in New Zealand? No idea. It's only England, right? Um, It's also like some other English properties. Like I know the Cayman Islands, it's the other side. Oh, okay. So, it could so be. anyway, Stephen Adams, Lord, it's been a really nice week for Stephen Adams. He had a very funny, uh, Paul George was asked about Stephen Adams and he was asked about like, what's it like playing with him? And he had this very funny quote where he was like, I thought he, you know, when he arrived in Oklahoma City, Paul George said, I thought he was just some cocky, arrogant dude who always wanted to start trouble. I just thought he was one of those bigs that at every opportunity he wanted problems. And when I got here, it was the truth. <laughs> he was joking. <laughs> and then Paul George laughed. Yeah, Paul George laughed. Um, where, do you, where are you putting the odds on Paul George staying in Oklahoma next season? Really low. I'm going to go with like 35%. I really appreciate likely. you being so positive about the Sixers because I can tell you're feeling pretty cynical today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just hardened by this cold world. Um, I actually wanted to talk to you about how I feel like my playoff allegiance is really up for grabs. I just don't know okay. which team I'm like, yeah, I need to watch every single one of their games. It could be the Sixers. I think the Blazers are super in play for you. Yeah. I watched Blazers Pelicans last night and I was like, why am I watching Blazers Pelicans? My second Blazers game in almost as many days. Every Blazers game is like 120-118 and comes down to the last minute and it's always game time and they have lots of fun dudes. I also just... Love Nurkic. Yeah. I, I love watching him play. I think he's a, probably a huge jerk. Uh-huh. And he looks like an 80s villain. So yeah. what more could you ask for? Him and uh, I think he and Steven Adams got in a little shoving match during that Thunder game. Right? Oh, yes, they did. That would have been like Godzilla versus Mothra. I can't. I don't know who wins that fight. Fist to fist. I honestly like that would be like one of those like we need to get the National Guard involved. It would probably be like on the challenge when they hit a stalemate. Like that's what it would be like. <laughs> Though, actually, if I had to pick two NBA players to go on the challenge, I might pick Steve Adams and Nurk. I feel like Nurk isn't doesn't have a lot of lateral mobility though. Does he? No, but he's he's good. All right. Yeah. What do you think about Paul George choosing Terrence Ferguson to being his new Gatorade commercial? I, I want to know what the decision-making process was like for that. It's incredible. It's like Chris Paul gets to Houston. He was like, oh, cool. I've got this huge sponsorship. Trevor Ariza. I think I'll involve my old favorite friend, Trevor Ariza, and the star of my team, James Harden. Cool. Good, right. good idea. Brand savvy of me. Paul George gets to <laughs> Oklahoma City. And, you know, he um, has a signature shoe. He's got this Gatorade deal. And he's like, cool. Who can I involve in, in my... Nick Collison. Nick Collison, the big brother of the team, perhaps. Raymond or Felton. Carmelo Anthony, a veteran of the spotlight. No, I think I'll go with Terrence Ferguson. I wonder if too many of those other bigger players had other beverage deals. So they were like out of commission? Yeah, Powerade or whatever. Body armor? Sure. That's what it's called, right? Uh, the drink? I don't know. Yeah, the, it's. I, I was just wondering. I only drink Russell Wilson brain water. <laughs> <laughs> Body armor um, endorsers are Kobe Bryant, James Harden, and Clay Thompson, of course. Uh-huh. And Clay was like more recent. So I because... Kobe and Harden were like among the first body armor endorsers. I was wondering if Rob Polinka owns a piece of body armor. Hmm. Juliet I'm, investigates. I'm gonna, I actually, I'm going to look into that. Like, I'm, is there like an SEC filing I can like investigate? You can. You can look that up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I, I am curious about it. it. Is It is interesting how like players align. I mean, it's not that interesting. It usually has to do with their agency. Well, we were, I was listening to Rich and uh, Bill and Kevin Durant's podcast. Great podcast. Check it out. Bill Simmons podcast. Have you um, heard of it? And Clyman was talking, Rich Clyman, who's Kevin's agent business partner was talking a lot about like the investment things that they want to do now and how it's like they don't want Kevin to have to be like a brand ambassador to be, but they do want to be like active investors and like members of boards and stuff sure so I wonder whether or not you know there's a lot of like I wonder if that the drink space is very conflicted you know yeah it really blew my mind when I found out Carmelo Anthony was an investor in SeatGeek so 
it's just who knows at least but these guys have ownership stake i'm just glad i'm glad carmelo anthony has made a sound investment at least one yeah I'm still, I'm going to dedicate my life or at least a couple of hours to figuring out the state of Mello and Lala. I'm just dying to know. Does that come before or after you figure out who is invested in body armor? Probably after. Okay. <laughs> First, I'll be looking into Rob Polinka's uh, holdings and then I'll be moving on to okay. that. I just would love to know what Russell Westbrook thinks about Terrence Ferguson being in this commercial. I, th- I'm, I bet he's into it. I feel like Russ has had a couple commercials with like rando young, like a not a Jeremy Grant guy, but like whoever the Jeremy Grant was a couple of Jeremy Grants ago on the Thunder. <laughs> sure. Because you know how they've just had like this string of dudes who like it, once they get off the Thunder, yeah. people realize they shouldn't be in the NBA. Yeah, like at all. Yeah. Yeah, like Anthony Morrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Anthony Morrow is more of a KD guy, to be honest. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. Um, Russ puts his brother in all of his commercials. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. What Ray, did you think? Oh, this came up the other day in conversation. What did you think of the Why Not Tour t-shirt celebrating his MVP season last year? Um, Isn't it weird that he put it all, like he started wearing it now? I'm very self-promotional averse. Like I just, I, I think it's weird. Uh-huh. I think it's like so one you, thing. You don't want to wear a t-shirt that has just like the, the date of every batch party episode? No, but I would, <laughs> I don't think so. That'd be really nice if someone like made that as like a present. Yeah. Like, like if I was Russell Westbrook and I'm with, you know, Jordan Brand and they made that for me, I'd be like, wow, this is cool. Thank you. So, one of our buddies here at The Ringer, Tanya Hubbard, mm-hmm. was saying to me yesterday that Kelly Oubre is like what Russ wants to be. Wow. That's yeah. so insulting to Russ. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kelly Oubre, but that is really rude. Do you feel like Kelly Oubre is gonna, can have a moment during the postseason? No, I think the Oubre, the Oubre moment passed. It, it came and went. Wow. We've all moved on. Sorry, Sharp. I think it's a tough beat It's for like us. talking to Christopher Hitchens now. That's Me? like You're just so, you're so acidic. <laughs> the Oubre <laughs> mo- moment is over. I, I'm telling... I actually... I'm a little worried about Russ. Like, I just... In terms of legacy building... I almost wish that like he like quit after the end of last season. It's uh, it's Iversonian at this point without yeah. like the dark stuff. It's yeah. like okay, so you're gonna be like an Oklahoma City, maybe not lifer, but they're not gonna let you go because they want to fill that gym. Yeah, of course. His wife Nina, my uh-huh. fa- my favorite NBA wag, she was on a Food Network show with Billy Donovan's wife on the Pioneer Woman. Did they seem like they were getting haven't long? watched it yet? But I'm excited to. Pioneer yeah. Woman is the name of the show. Yeah, it started as a blog. It's quite popular. Um, it's what's the deal? Exciting. It's just like a home cooking, like homemaker show. I, the pioneer woman, like she had, like she lived like somewhere kind of rural and okay. frontier life, kind of. It's not like like how to skin deer, you know, and no. like 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 smoke your own meats for no. the winter. I just wonder if she's if she's looking to become more of a like a face the way that Aisha Curry has done. That's so a good thing for us is maybe to check it, do a like a wag power check at check in. Who's yeah in two moves. weeks? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, we'll talk more, but first another break. Today's episode of Sources Say is brought to you by Sonos. The big homies at Sonos have been incredible partners for The Ringer over the last year or so. And I got to tell you, their product, it just makes my apartment boom with stereo sound. It's so great. They've got a couple of different things. One is the Playbase, which works as a sort of, it just goes right underneath your television. And it makes anything you're watching from college football to pro basketball to Die Hard to Roseanne, it just brings it to life with with like movie theater quality sound. It's incredible. The home theater speakers will make you feel like you've got a courtside seat to all the action if you're watching hoops. And it plays music, so you can easily go from watching the game to blasting your victory song. And here's the great news. Sonos is offering the listeners of The Ringer NBA podcast, 10% off one order of $2,500 or less for any product on Sonos.com. Use promo code RINGERNBA10. 
capital R-I-N-G-E-R-N-B-A-1-0 at Sonos.com to receive this offer. This offer is available for a limited time only and cannot be combined with other discounts or promotions. And now, back to sources say. All right, Chris, let's look ahead to the playoffs a little bit. As I said, my fandom is up for grabs. I'm going to see where my heart takes me. I always I always follow my heart. Let's chat a little bit about some of these playoff teams. I think there are a couple that I'm concerned trolling right now. Okay. I'm not even concerned trolling the Bucks and the and the Wolves because they're both in they're eighth in, in their respective conferences. I watched the, the Bucks last hi- night. The Wolves were as high as three. I just want to mention that. Yeah. And I watched the Bucks last night. Against um, the Clips. Yes. And that did not look like a playoff basketball team. It's a real bummer. I feel bad because like they are like a Jabari away from being very interesting and Jabari's there and like it's just really seemed kind of rusty. Like couldn't catch like his handle was off or something. Do they get swept by the Raptors if they play the Raptors? I think so. I think maybe Giannis wins one game like on like oh my god Giannis scored 44 but I think that they they get pushed aside pretty easily. Here's my top concern for the for the Bucks in a playoff series. I just feel like Giannis will get frustrated, and Dark Giannis is going to come out. Who's the vict- Who's the Raptors' victim of Dark Giannis? Who's Jonas, the Mike Dunleavy? Maybe? Jonas. You think Giannis punches up like that? Maybe. I wonder if it's Van Vliet. Fred. Yeah, Fred gets drop kicked. But like, it's got to be someone who's like in his face a little bit. <laughs> CJ Miles. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, Abaka. What are we talking yeah, about? Surge. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a fight waiting to happen. Yeah. I'm a little worried about that. Although I kind of think that like the Heat, who are in seventh, so also could possibly play the Raptors. I could also see them having a fight with the Raptors. Oh, Did, absolutely. Didn't they fight already? I think so. Yes. So I, I think that um, Abaka in, in playoff series with matchups like definitely could get feisty in general. So for the wolf, for the Wolves, you know they have Atlanta, Dallas in the next two games. They got to win those. They play yes. Atlanta tonight. They play Dallas on Friday. Then they have like a tough, you know, a tough game with Utah on Sunday because that's like playoff positioning. Uh, Denver will probably be like fully out of it by next Thursday. And then they have Lakers, Memphis, Denver. So the Denver game could be meaningful, I guess, at the end of the season. But Denver is like completely crapped the bed over the yeah. last couple of weeks. Um, I don't know. This that, this Wolves team, like un, not unlike this Bucks team, I just, without Jimmy, I'm just kind of like, what is this? What are yeah. you guys doing? It's a real testament to Jimmy Butler. Like I kind of was always a Jimmy naysayer, but now I'm, I'm all in on Jimmy him. Believer. Yeah, I'm a Jimmy Believer. Okay. Oh, he should brand his fans that way. Jimmy Believers? Yeah. I also, I think Utah is like the number one chip on their shoulder team. Oh, did you see that Jarebko and Jay Crowder have like a really cool friendship? They do? Yeah, I guess when, um, like even when they were, because they were friends from Boston. Yes. And even when Jarebko was first on Utah, he was um, he was basically like, oh, it'd be great to play with you again. Because like this this Utah team's a little like tough to watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're a little, well, just because like I think they they were getting used to life without Gordon and Donovan hadn't popped off yet. Sure. And then when Jarebko, when Jay Crowder got traded, Jarebko was like, my neighbor is moving out of their house. You should buy it. And Jay Crowder bought it. How cute. I'm yeah. happy for Jay so Crowder. Pals. Yeah. It seems like he found a home yeah. in Utah, which I'm, I feel like he's a good fit for the chip on their shoulder team. They have like a, a Spursian kind of like the guys who want to be there, or the, like guys who want who are there want to be there kind of vibe going right now. Like totally. I can't think of who the next like Utah defector is going to be. Sure. Right now, four or five would be Thunder Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Think the Pelicans could steal that? I think they could win two games at least. I mean, the series, though. I have a hard time believing that they would let like, the Thunder... The Thunder... Like, Davis is the best player in that series, but the Thunder have the next, like, three best players. Right. Who would you put at number four? Interesting. Russ and PG at two and three after Davis. Do it's you not think Carmel, you So you think Drew Holiday is better than Melo? I think I'd I think Steven Adams the, is better than... I'd probably rather have Steven Adams, but that's a good question. Drew Holiday's been looking good. He has been. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, aside from Davis, I just find the Pelicans to be hard to watch. Like, obviously, he's amazing. I would like to watch Rondo and Westbrook in a series together. Oh my god, I'm just excited for like some some beef in. I feel like it's going to happen because yeah. oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of teams are like it's just there's a lot more up in the air. Speaking of the up in the air, do you want to just give what's your what's your temp check on the Warriors? All I, these injuries. I don't believe they're going to win this year. Kevin did not particularly appreciate Bill's question about whether or not they were like mentally like drained from the last couple of seasons. I have been, I've been personally mentally preparing to live in a world. I never thought I would have to where Chris Paul is an NBA champion. I really think it's going to happen. I think like things are just trending right for them. Okay. I think if we've learned anything from sports over the last couple of years, it's that just because something's trending in one direction doesn't mean it's going to happen. You're referring to when the Warriors were up, were up 3-1 and they lost? And No, I, I just mean like, I think a lot, like, you know, sometimes Alabama wins it, but like, you know, for the most part, lots of crazy stuff happens. What is the hardest matchup for the Rockets other than a fully healthy Warriors? Which I just don't, I don't know. I don't know because I think tactically it would probably be the Spurs because I think just mm-hmm. the the voodoo that Pop has over D'Antoni and they do have like a bunch of bodies that they could throw at Rockets shooters and they seem to have a little bit of an idea of how to stop them. Um, I past Thunder teams have always been able to spring something on an, on a playoff series because they're so athletic. I don't know if that's going to be the case this year. So think, I'm going to go with Spurs. Weirdly, I think Blazers would really punch up for them. That's going to have to be a shootout, though. Yeah, it would be a shootout. Yeah, and and I think the Rockets probably would would, would win. But the Rockets, I, I by everything we've seen this season and by the numbers, like the Rockets should go to the finals. I'm just mean. I will believe it when I see it. Sure, I will believe we we don't have. Some weird story about like you know, and then and then James Harden showed up in Game Six and didn't play well. Like like I'll, I'll show me a Game Six where he plays well and I'll be excited. So you're saying show me the money? I'm saying that. Okay. Thanks for listening to Sources Say. Thanks to Sonos Hotel Tonight and Google and Yahoo Fantasy Baseball and Yahoo Fantasy Baseball, of course, and Ladder. We'll be back in two weeks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>